Hello everyone and welcome on Women Abroad, the podcast that invites young professional women to share their experience abroad and reveal the wonderful women behind these stories. My name is Françoise Fallis. I'm a certified executive intercultural and life coach and trainer. I've lived and worked as an expatriate for more than 12 years in Egypt, Morocco and Nigeria twice, and I currently live in Luxembourg. I meet young women who are studying or starting their careers abroad and hear from them about their discoveries, culture shock and the personal and professional challenges they face. What surprises, amuses, even fascinates them? How does their experience open up new perspectives and reveal new things about themselves? If you are curious about living and working internationally, this podcast will inspire you to consider new horizons. Women abroad, be inspired by women who find their true selves living abroad. Today, Sophia Busquets is joining me for this 15th episode of Women Abroad. From Argentina, her native country, to Mexico where she was raised, Sophia experienced what it means to be a third culture kid. From challenges to communicate in the English countryside, to connecting with others in Los Angeles, to expressing herself through filmmaking in Rome, she tells us how women can speak their voice through films and how their talents are slowly better represented in the film industry. Future belongs to you, if you dare express who you are. If not you, who else? Let's now listen to how her openness to other perspectives has shaped her identity and has inspired her as an artist. Hello, Sofia. I'm pleased to host you today for this new episode of Women Abroad, and thank you for accepting my invitation for this interview. Well, as a start, could you briefly introduce yourself so people get to know you a little more? Sure. Um, thank you for inviting to this podcast. Uh, I'm excited to, to talk with you. Uh, I'm Sofia. Um, I was born in Argentina. I lived in Mexico all my life. And uh, then when I, I grew up, I was in some different countries. Um, I studied film. Uh, I'm, I'm awaiting to study philosophy for the next year. We'll see what happens. And, um, and I'm working right now in music supervision. And so I'm, I'm excited to, to be with, with you. <laughs> interesting. Oh, what interesting connection. What connection do you make between philosophy and filmmaking? Well, I always uh, loved philosophy. Um, but the connections are are always there if you search for them. I think it's a good basis to understand how we see things in life and then and then project them in uh, in making art. No, so that's how I how I connect those. It's very it's a very useful tool to have uh, to know your position or to. Um, open your perspectives to other positions and then and then work with them through making images and sounds and um, and poems uh, with with your work artwork so it it may give a, a universal perspective 
Yes, interesting. Very interesting. Uh, let's come back to your to your past. So you were really, really young when you first moved abroad with your parents. So you moved at the age of three, as you said, to Mexico. Uh, your parents are Argentinians. And then um, culturally, um, what major differences did you notice between your parents' behaviors as Argentinians and people and friends and teachers you met at school who were Mexicans? Well, the culture is very different, uh, although it's the same language and um, it's still an inside Latin America, but it's the two extremes of Latin America in some some way, geographically at least. Um, because I think my mom struggled a bit more to to get into the Mexican culture Uh, since she was older and she, I was just a kid. Um, she, our Argentina culture is more straightforward in some way. Um, it's more direct, it's more, it's, doesn't go around a lot to say something. And in Mexico, sometimes it's, it's uh, you could say double face, but it's not in a bad way, no? It's just that um, people are, a bit more uh, subtle with how they treat you, no? Um, and that, for example, something, uh, when I had friends over when we were little, and my mom would say bad words and they would be scared about it. <laughs> and I would have to explain that it was normal, it was not for them, it was just an expression that she used, but she was not being violent at all. At, at, like, On the contrary, she was trying to be funny, no? Um, things like that. So Argentinians say things more, a little more bluntly, more di very di directly, where Mexicans tend to adjust to the people they talk to and according to circumstances. Is it what yeah. you mean? Yes, it makes sense, yes. <laughs> so you had to compromise and, yeah. well... <laughs> yeah, I had to, to be... Uh, like a mediator between these two worlds. And that makes me uh, a very fair person <laughs> growing up. I had to understand how to mediate. I had to understand how to have both uh, grounds on my on my understanding and then, and then being able to take decisions as well. Very interesting. And um, as far as uh, time management is concerned, um, did you notice any particular differences? I mean, is it important to be on time in Mexico? And if you had to compare with Argentina, I think in both in in both uh, it's not an issue. It's not like England that no. <laughs> that's important or mm. I don't know in. In other countries, it's more important than in the whole Latin America. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let's jump to, to England then, because you, when you were a teenager, you decided to spend one year in London to study English. What were the biggest takeaways from that first year out of Mexico? Well, I moved um, when I was 16. I returned when I was 17. So yes, it was a year. Uh, it was a very small uh, school, well, sorry, a very small village 
uh, outside of London, uh, an hour away. And it was a very interesting experience since I was born in this big city. And well, I was born in this big city. I moved to another big city. And and being in this countryside made me feel something different that I wanted to. It was very nice. Uh, at the beginning, I didn't understand anything because uh, my English in school was an American English and I was not used to this accent and they were not even from London, so they had another type of accent as well. And um, so the first two months, it was I was struggling understanding and being able to talk, etc. But I catched it fast enough and uh, and I had a really good school year as well. But it was very interesting to see that everything was differently. Uh, the classrooms were differently, the people were differently, the food. Yeah, and I stayed in school as well uh, with other girls. So that was a nice way to, to exchange our cultures as well. Uh, I I was with uh, some Italian girls in this in my house and they would cook for me and I would cook for them. So we... We could uh, try a bit of everything. Um, I, I had a very nice year because I also was very um, close to the arts. I would draw a lot in my classes. I would have life drawing uh, every Thursday. So it was, it was pretty nice to to get away. But at the end, I always wanted to come back to Mexico. They they told me I could stay for the, uh, another year, but I wanted to graduate with my my school in Mexico because I missed uh, the people there as well. So I had to come back. <laughs> mm. Friends we make when we are teenagers, well, it's it's really important. And are you still in touch with the friends, the schoolmates you met in, in England? Uh, yes, some, not a lot. Um because it was a, a short year, but uh, but yes, I am in touch. That's great. I, I haven't seen them, but I'm in touch. Let's let's go to your then your studies in Rome. Then you completed your IB. You completed in, in Mexico, and then you went to Rome. To actually, I went to Torino for six months to study Italian, and then I moved uh, for a year to Rome. Uh, I studied film in Rome. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Um, it was nice to... I, I was not doing a film before. I could have done some videos in my in my free time, but I, I didn't do it. So it was the first time I was introduced to filmmaking. And, it was, and I knew it was for me, but in that moment I... I corroborated the, the, yeah, I, I loved doing it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was um, very enrichful for how you do things in general. Uh, it was a very hard exercise in time management and organization. And you had to be very clever and have B plans. And it was... Uh, yeah, very ritual for your mind and and how you act on things. Uh, very sensitive. You have to to talk to, to actors and understand 
their position as well and not be close to where you are seated or where you are standing in 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 your position in doing a film so you have to be in everything and that's a thing so multiple roles really you were put yeah. in a position where you had you were the filmmaker and yeah. you had to coordinate all the different roles people needed to make a film yes okay and and do a, a nice uh, environment for everyone as well uh, because you understand how people work and how how they want to work and you have to make this environment in which everyone feels comfortable in order to make their best for the same purpose no uh, and also have to be a mediator between people and and between you and other person and between the film and the actor and That's certainly a quality you developed before. Yeah. <laughs> you already said. And what did it change for you to study in Rome? You could have studied in Mexico. Isn't there any, or in US, isn't there any uh, any film school in Mexico? There is in Mexico a film school. It's very hard to get in. And um, it has changed their professors for the last uh, years. So I heard that it was not as good as it was before. And I also went to to US for a year before going to Rome. Uh, in between England and Rome, I went uh, to live with my dad. That yeah, He lives in, in Los Angeles. Uh, I went into a community college for three months, but I didn't like it. So I had to to step out of it and start working the next months I was there. Uh, I didn't like it because I couldn't connect with people. I felt like I missed uh, some some interact like vital interactions. Uh, I would feel like they wouldn't um, hear or be with me. They would like be hearing me, but it was very superficial. So I suffered from this a bit um, and started working. Um, I had some film classes that. I am grateful still to have had um, because it was another perspective for a film. Uh, when I studied film in Rome, it was this. It was a perspective of you can do something from scratch and you can do it by yourself and you can do it from whatever you want to say or whatever you have or you whatever you manage to to build up. No, and in in Los Angeles, they would see film as something. Uh, that was like a big thing, big machinery, and where you put something, and then the machinery goes by itself, and 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 you have to to get closer to this. Um, how do you say enterprises? Or I don't know how to say. It. Yes, it was more considered as a business industry. Yes, in the industry. So. It was nice to see the other side of it and and understand both or the multiplicity of them uh, to see where do you want to be, no? Where yes. do you want to set your work? Or... Mm, and then you could understand the filmmaking at a smaller scale. Yeah, exactly. You could play different roles. Sometimes you were filmmaker, but sometimes you could also play the role of um, photographer or an actor. For the for the audio student who were filmmaking, uh, yeah. Well, 
uh, when I did my films, I did the photography as well. And this is not very recommended because you have to be, your mind has to be like set on everything and that's not that easy, no? Um, but yes, but you, you also have to have a team in which you trust and so everything is not, um, it's not flat, no? You have to be enriched by like everyone's way of doing things as well. So it's nice also to to do films and understand how to get a nice team uh, and work with them. And after a while, it becomes better and better because you already know how to to be with them, you know? and you get used to to these people and. Uh, and everyone has their style and everyone has something to put in from them. No? Mm -hmm. And how has the city of Rome fueled your imagination and inspired your filmmaking so far? Well, the, Rome is a very interesting place because it has this uh, so old uh, architectonic uh, and history and, and the people are... It's somehow very theatrical. Uh, that's why I, I loved being there. I loved that. It's very light also. It's a light environment. Although it's a bit chaotic and it's very small and you have to walk fast and still things like a city. But um, but it's it's very calm. Everyone is... is everyone seems to be okay, no? Um, it's quite... By light you mean quite relaxed? It is it is relaxed, yes. Okay. Uh, people talk to each other in the streets, and uh, and that's something that in Mexico, for example, it does. It's not that common, no, um, because they almost all know each other. It seems, and that's also like if if it was a, a big village, no. Uh, I like this. It's pintoresque. It's decorative, <laughs> and uh, and that it it makes me feel as if I, I was in home. No. Oh, that's good. At home, yeah. And um, how do you manage the fact that uh, you are a third culture kid? You said to me when we first met that you have your culture inside you. What does it exactly mean for you? Would you like to develop it a bit? The third culture kid, it's, uh, um, actually, I got to know this word when I was in, in, in an English class in England, and it stayed with me a lot because I felt like, like it was something, no? I, I, for me, it was not something that you could talk about until I read this article, and I felt uh, comprehended somehow. <laughs> um, well... Yeah, it's interesting because you are kind of floating sometimes. It's like you you understand that you don't belong in... Everyone feels foreign in their... Well, not everyone, but I've heard that many people feel foreign in their own country and they're not their culture kids. But in it's more like you want to belong and and sometimes it is not that easy, no? Uh, but it's also nice to to have this whole perspective of 
of being from somewhere and understanding another culture and and you're more aware of of how you are or your identity you're more aware uh, or more grounded uh, in some way because because you understand what you want to be and what you don't want to be and 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 you have this all this um open doors in, in in your path no i understand very interesting could you discuss this with your parents about what you you were going through the fact that you you felt that you had to adjust and not to talk too much about what you felt maybe to your friends and and could you could you share this with your parents when you were younger Yes, I mean, my dad didn't live with me. He lived in in Argentina and then in Los Angeles. But uh, everyone in my family would say that I was Mexican because they're from Argentina. When I come back to Argentina, they would say that I talk like a Mexican. And I, at the beginning, I struggled a bit because I was really trying to to be a part of no of the family and not be a stranger or don't be a foreigner. Uh, but at the end, I felt like that made me unique as well no true with my with my mom we we were fine because she would understand uh, that after so many years i would become more uh, mexican than argentinian being in mexico no um but uh, and she she also changed she also uh, had another accent she also Like even though uh, she would struggle a bit more than me, she had, she also was different at, at the end. No, so we also accompanied each other in this travel, and, and because we were alone in this new country since since I was very little, so uh, I guess I don't remember, but it that much of that time, but. Uh, But I, yeah, I feel like we we both traveled together and we both saw this new country. It's um, it's a process of self development, so it takes time. Yeah. But definitely, it enriched you. And what do you experience as the hardest when you live abroad? Well, uh, you have to start all over. No, it's uh, from zero again, and that's hard because sometimes you don't know a lot of people, or sometimes you. You want to go to a theater and you have to struggle understanding that, uh, for example, here in in uh, Europe, uh, they're all dubbed, uh, the, and that's so strange for me because in Mexico they're not dubbed, they only have subtitles. Uh, so you have to understand these new things that this absurd maybe, but. Uh, You want to go to a theater and everything is a different process or you you don't know where well at I, I I'm very good with maps so I am I don't struggle in going somewhere but many people do for example. And uh, or you want to hang out with friends and they're so far away you you have to start knowing people again. Uh, for work you have to To make new connections, um, so starting over, it's it could be very, uh, it could be very exciting as well. No? And you put yourself in a position where you can set your mind in this new 
way if you want, no? You can see things as you want, and and that's interesting. But many people think, uh, because it happened to me as well when I moved the first time, uh, that you let everything in the past, no? If you move somewhere, like if you have a problem or if you have something that you struggle with yourself, you put the, that in the past, in another place. But then you understand that everything comes with you as well. So... Uh, so it's it's nice it's nice to see what what stays or what comes and uh, and how what you have no you are more aware of what you are in, inside or what you have inside you to be able to to do whatever you want and maybe coming to a new country even though you 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 still have your your problems with you and uh, you carry them with you like uh, sometimes a backpack but you can see things with a new with a new eye and yes. everything at a distance and so maybe it can light this backpack a little <laughs> yeah and maybe can others can help you view your situation with a new with a new perspective with a new light yeah definitely definitely and and what did you miss the most when you were away from home Uh, my friends, definitely my friends. Uh, I did a, a lot of friends in Mexico and and I love them too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, also the food, also... Uh, well, I, I have a cat and she's 17 years old and sometimes I would come with her, uh, but for example, to Los Angeles, I was not able to, to bring her because uh, my sister is allergic, so I miss her a lot and that's... In that year, mm. is it hard to make friends when you're when you're abroad, because you seem to be quite a, a social person? Um, it depends because I I could be very social or I could be very introvert. It depends on the uh, on the day. <laughs> on the day and uh, how you feel yeah. people. Yeah, when I was little, I was uh, very introvert. Uh, But uh, with time, with in teenage years, I became more open. Uh, it's hard to make friends if you are close to to making them. But at the same time, if you are open and you want to to share and you want to hear and you're interested in people, it's not that hard. So it depends in the environment as well. But you, I feel like everyone has to to get the opportunity or be open to the opportunity uh, to know a lot of people because uh, they're all so different that you, it's like you try a bit of everything, no? Like if you're in a in a in I don't know in a buffet and you have to try everything to know everything. If not, <laughs> if not, you you start saying, oh, I, I dislike this type of, no? It's interesting comparison. So it means you're very curious and, uh, you well, you like to try new dishes, new things in life. <laughs> and um, now discussing a little about the topic of women living abroad and the way women are perceived abroad. Through your camera, How do you perceive the world around you and how are, are women perceived as professionals in the film industry? 
Well, uh, it's very nice that at this this year's women have been more encouraged to to do film. For example, there's a, a lot of festivals only for women, and um, so it's this there's this movement in which women have uh, a bit more ground to to make their films. Uh, so I'm excited about that because I'm starting and uh, it could be a nice a, a nice opportunity. Um, and through the lens, uh, I feel like a lot of well, we're very used to to film to male filmmakers, and and of course they're also different and they all have very interesting things to say, but. Um, but if you have to talk about women, maybe it has to be a woman sometimes, no? And if you want to talk about certain things that that society sometimes... Well, I, I feel that there's a change now. I feel like uh, we, we are we're more balanced in the, through these years. Um, Do you think that COVID yeah. has changed in any way? Has changed this this situation in any way? Uh, well, yeah, it definitely has changed many things. Um, it has changed our whole position, and that changed our perspective uh, definitely. Um, I don't know if with gen this gender uh, topic, I'm not sure how that would change the. Uh, the position gender, but um, I don't know. In Mexico, for example, there has been a bloom of uh, feminism. Uh, it started uh, like a year before COVID, maybe a bit less, like very, very similar in a similar time. Um, and since then, there's it's very difficult to change. Uh, a country where it, this topic is so very hard for everyone. Um, but I think that at least starting this conversation and talking about it and making some little movements, it's more visible at least, and then you can you can work with that better. No? And how can women speak their voice through films, according to you? Uh, well, it's It has to be the most important thing. I think it has to be uh, genuine and it has to be true to yourself. Um, it is nice to talk about this problem as well because you can you can see through many different perspectives. You can you can put a lot of uh, of pro different problems over the table because there are so many, no. Um, So it's something. It's not easy to talk about it, but it's easy to to scratch, you know, uh, whatever. And it's also it's also nice to talk about things that are a problem to you personally, because then you can also work uh, in the problem through making your work, you no, know? like any type of art, maybe. I I think so. It's a it's a good environment in which you can you can work with this uh, specific topics and do you think that filmmaking is uh, 
a good media to for women to talk to other women and to address a message or be a change maker for the future, for instance? Yes, I think uh, filmmaking it's uh, it's a it's a very good tool uh, to to give messages and also to to put beauty and or put irony or put comedy or or put uh, whatever you want to fill the 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 message with you know that makes you feel something because it that's how what the it is about it's about making someone feel what you feel no uh, so it's a very empathic way of of seeing things at the end no i feel like it's great that's what i'm I am trying to to make my project. And how can people watching your movies benefit from your international exposure? What does it make a difference for a woman who who would become a filmmaker but has not much traveled around with you who has quite intensively traveled around and as a third culture kid who has been exposed to cultural differences, what difference can it make? What I like about film is that it shows uh, this new world to someone's eyes. No, uh, it it builds up a different world, a different perspective completely, uh, and yeah, and and I think if I if I have had so many experiences. I can build my own world in a very open way, no? I can I can take whatever I want from what I've lived and build a different world that maybe doesn't exist but it it could exist. And you mean making a movie like an autobiography with autobiographical elements? I, yeah, I think we always, even if we are not um, wanting to do so, I think we all always end up because end up doing it because it uh, filmmaking is so personal. Uh, def- like even more, if you write your own stories, you always put a bit of yourself in into them. Um, if you want or if you don't want, it comes from you anyways, no. But if you Uh, get over that idea and and stop like closing yourself to it. I feel like it's more real at, at, um, also. No? True. What have you learned about about yourself as a person through these different experiences? I mean, experiences abroad or even through your music productions, your photo shootings. What have you learned about yourself as a person? Uh, I learned, for example, that I, I am more able that I would sometimes perceive myself. No, that I am able to do things, and uh, uh, that I have to embrace talents, and I have to to be more open to show them. No, because if not, where I'm not taking advantage of what I have, so I have to dare as, as well. I. Uh, that if I don't dare, nothing will happen, for example. You mean that it, it could be easy to feel overwhelmed by self-doubt? Mm-hmm. Then you have to go over it. Yes. And, 
do you think that this international experience has has lifted some fear to express yourself more freely and to dare show your talents to others? I think the, the opposite. I think it made me understand that I had to, uh, I have to, because I've been in touch with so many people, told many different people through these places and through these years that I, Also, it's like you practice, no? You practice introducing yourself. You practice uh, showing what you have to do, what you want to do. So when you do it more often, you understand better or you narrow it or you uh, get more close to to yourself as well, no? Um, so, yeah, so I, I think it opened the the freedom to, to make this... These things. No, we are we are slowly nearing the end of, of our session. This is a recurring question I like to ask to all women I interview. So, what advice would you like to give to other young women who would like to study or work abroad, but are still hesitating to take the leap? Well, I would say, um, I would say, just do it. Just there as well, as I said before. Uh, we have to to dare to do things. We have to because because it, if not, what what do you have at the end? No, uh, if you don't, and also just not there and there. No, you have to understand yourself. You have to be intelligent in the decision makings. Uh, yeah, be intelligent, be wise, uh, trust yourself, uh, trust your intuition. Um, Talk to others as well. Uh, don't be close to your thoughts. You sharing them is uh, is the best you can always do as well. When when you said that you need to be in, intelligent, do you mean that you need to acquire competencies, or you need to observe people around you to know how to interact with them properly? What do you mean exactly by by intelligent? Um, in this case, I mean, uh, in this case specific, I think being intelligent is is being intuitive as well. Being observant, being intuitive, be open, uh, but also grounded. No, uh, you you have to have this balance inside you. You have to understand uh, uh, what your this, that your decisions. Uh, be, are going towards so many uh, possibilities and uh, understand every possibility, uh, see them more deeply, and then taking a decision. No, not just taking them, but but uh, like deconstruct things in order to take decisions. For example, so it's really if you well like like a puzzle, you have to reconstruct a new puzzle. Yes. Yes, and be true to yourself always. Yeah, don't mislead yourself. No. <laughs> and so to to end this, uh, what's your next step? Do you have a project in mind you'd like to share? Yes, I have this uh, this project. I I recently uh, decided to go back to Rome actually, so I may be uh, moving for the next year. 
uh, in a few months I have to go back to Mexico and then uh, and then go back to Rome. Uh, I want to, as I said, to start um, studying philosophy, and I also want to do my film projects aside. So, so it'll be fun. It'll be nice. It's exciting. That's great. That's great, really. Very inspiring. Thank you, Sofia, for giving us the opportunity to open up a space to discuss your point of view as a filmmaker through the international experience you have developed to date. For sure, your experience abroad has unleashed your imagination and triggered your creativity. Good luck to your projects in the cinema and in philosophy. Thank you so much for inviting to this conversation. It's been a pleasure for me. Thank you. Enjoy a beautiful day. Bye-bye, Sofia. Thank you very much. Thank you for following us in this episode. Because an international experience can awaken incentives and reveal new aspects in women's identities, Women Abroad is the podcast that appeals to young women everywhere. Did you like this episode? Like it and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Google Podcasts and share it with your friends. You can also rate us and review us. Would you like to share your experience abroad? Whether you are a student, an early career woman, or a more experienced professional, contact me on my page women underscore abroad underscore on Instagram and women abroad on Facebook. You can also listen to the episodes on my website women-abroad-coaching.com. I wish you a great day and a bright life. Talk to you soon.